All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is our episode two of our podcast. Want to start off and open up and say thanks so much for joining us again. Uh, we, again, we know your time is valuable. And I speak on behalf of both of us that we appreciate you guys tuning in and hopefully getting some value from it. Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it. Definitely. Excited to be able to share again today and, and have all this great uh, group of people just, uh, you know, uh, watching this and, and, and hopefully sharing thoughts and ideas with us as well. Yeah. I'll tell you guys, the comments, the feedback we got from the first one, uh, every one of them matter. It, it makes our day truly. And I, I, I think you could say the same. Abs absolutely. It's just uh, very bright comments and, 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 and good stuff that just made us want to go back and, and dig deeper and, and, and get more, more information and more value out. Yeah. So please, yeah. if you have feedback, uh, and it, hopefully something positive or even criticism, constructive criticism, we'll, we'll take it. And we, we appreciate you guys reaching out. So let's get started. Uh, we sort of have a open format like we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, I want to go into the first topic with you. And I know you love baseball. Yes, sir. Everyone knows that you love baseball. Uh, you said six of your boys play baseball? Six of them. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if you've heard yet. They're trying to bring back major, uh, major League Baseball as well as other sports. And how they're planning to do it, by the way, is that they're planning to have them in the stadium, cameras, reporters, everyone's going to be there, but no audience. Which means, I, I mean, you've been to Dodgers games, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I hate to tell you, brother, that I'm not so sure you may be able to go to one, unfortunately, in the beginning. For, for a while, right? Yeah, but it will be at least televised. What are your thoughts? Go ahead. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited because uh, we're going to get back to see baseball, right? What we love, uh, those moments that we love to, you know, gather as family to watch a game together, uh, have conversations about the game and just have that family, you know, moment. But, you know, it's like anything else. I think everybody's adjusting to the changes, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's an adjustment. Uh, we're not we're not used to seeing that, but but excited to see that baseball is going to be back and, and it's going to be a different way. Yeah, of, of watching baseball, different way of of uh, enjoying the game, but I'm excited because it's going to get started. And as anything else, as things develop, they're going to be making adjustments as well, and and they're making adjustments to still, you know, be able to put out their show, their sports, and players could go out there and play, mm -hmm. and we can have entertainment, right? Things yeah. that we could do as family to you know enjoy outside of work and day to day lifestyle. It's watch baseball and and enjoy baseball, but it's it's going to be fun to watch the adjustments and changes and and we're excited to see it. So I want to know what your thoughts are on the player side. So if you put yourself and you used to play baseball too. Yeah. So I think you could probably put some good experience on this. If you were a major league baseball player, how would it affect you and your mindset? And what do you think you need to do to make sure that you're still performing? Because does does the does the stadium audience help? Does that energy help? What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it all comes in and takes effect on the player, on on the coaches, on 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 the environment, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's like anything in life. We're adjusting in life to live through the circumstances based on everything that is happening. We're adjusting in business, yeah. you know, schools, everything is adjusting. So I think the player itself, it's, it's a different mindset that they're going to have to get into an empty field yeah. without any noise. You know, a lot of players, I'm sure they get, 
you know, they get that adrenaline, yeah. they get that pump and they get that push because they get into that zone when they're seeing all the audience and all the crowds and the yelling and the screaming, the moment and the excitement, especially when you're so passionate about it. And I'm sure those guys are. That's why they're they're where they're at. And uh, it's going to take a mental adjustment, you know, to deal with an empty field yeah. with no noise and just playing basically you know, on their own yeah. with each other and not having that big crowd that they're used to. And, and I'm sure it's going to take time mm -hmm. for players to adjust and make mental adjustments to play the way they're going to play and to execute the way they do based on the previous environment that they were in before. Yeah, I think but it's fun to watch. I, I think you yeah, absolutely on that. Yeah. I think you touched up perfectly on it is that professional players are not outside of what what's impacting everybody just like everyone else is adjusting right now right i had to adjust my business you had to adjust your business uh anyone had to adjust just because you're a professional player doesn't mean you don't need to adjust either it's see but see that the nature of us as human beings seth though is we think oh they're just going to go out and play again yeah. and it's going to be normal for them it's not yeah. you got to really understand is it's 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 the way they've been doing you know, their sport, you know, their business and how they go about their businesses. They go out and I guarantee you that most of those players, they get into the field and they get on their zone because they don't get distracted by their surroundings. But at the same time, the environment yeah. and 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 just the energy mm -hmm. in that in that field is what brings the best out of them, in my opinion. So it's a big adjustment for them. And I think it's going to be fun to watch what's going to happen to individuals players performance mm. based on the changes yeah. and it's going to it's going to be fun to watch who's going to make the adjustments uh which players are going to suffer through the adjustments and how quickly those players are going to be able to adjust and get back in rhythm again into obviously getting to be as successful as they are in the environment that they've been playing for years already yeah i mean and you said the word environment and I know in the previous podcast, as well as other videos, I've heard you speak about putting yourself in a positive environment. Right. And two things I want to say is the first thing is you're right in the beginning where you said, I think some people look at celebrities or professional players and they put them on such a high pedestal that they don't think that they're affected. Correct. When in actuality, this is their business. Their business is to play professional baseball. Correct. So they have to adjust. And so if anything, it's almost like saying... Because we're, what we're doing is we're changing their entire environment. Correct. That's a hard adjustment to make. Uh, they need to put themselves, like you always say, in a positive environment. And it's hard to do that when you don't have an audience. I feel like they're going to have to probably feed off each other's energy. And I think what you're going to find is you're going to find a lot more team synergy going on. Of the Dodgers players being even more close with each other. And the, the coaches being even closer with their team members. Because they have to depend on each other now to perform at that high level. Yes, uh, I. Uh, that's very true. I think you 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 placed a very very uh, you know very well um, note there, and I think that's what's going to happen is they're going to have to feed off on them off of themselves off as an actual team, which they do already, but throughout the environment and, and and the energy yeah. from the stadium and from the environment. But yeah, it's going to be fun to watch yeah. how they're going to make that adjustment. Um, how they're going to get back in rhythm because remember they went through spring training mm. to prepare to get ready to start the season then the season didn't start so they're going to have to go through a pre 
ex- well, not pre, but you know, pre prep uh, preparation again prior to starting the season yes, again absolutely. without having that spring training that they had mm-hmm. at the beginning, which they usually do. So there's going to be a lot of changes that um, they're going to have to adjust, and it's going to be fun to watch because it's it's time of you know to to observe and watch how they react and, and learn from it as yeah, well. Absolutely. Like I, said, yeah. I think we all love sports. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad regardless that it's coming back. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things we're excited definitely to see back again. Cool, man. Well, Hey, let's get into our next part of the topic. Uh, the next one is actually pretty positive actually. And I, I saw this from a friend of mine, Cody Stevens. He's a mortgage guy and he, he puts up market updates all the time. And it was really cool because apparently in May, the unemployment rate was expected to be 10 to 12 million. It was a pretty high double-digit number. And it turns out it was only about two and a half, two to three quarter million. So we're seeing improvement. Yes, that and that is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome news. When uh, when uh, I saw that information, I was actually pretty excited and, and thrilled to see it because uh, we're seeing a lot of good, positive feedback on what's happening out there, especially in the housing industry. You know, we are very active, and right now the market is just – it's just hot. Yeah. And when I mean hot, uh, buyers are buying. Uh, rates are super low. Our demand level is super high. Numbers are higher than they were last year. Um, so we're seeing nothing but good stuff happening. And, and, and we're excited to get these buyers out shopping. Uh, we're excited to get our sellers, you know, selling their homes and getting offers above asking price. Mm. And just basically trying to educate our consumers that despite everything that is happening, our market's still very strong Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people looking to purchase, trying to accomplish their dream of, of home ownership. And, uh, and it's fun to watch all the activity that is happening despite of all the negativity around us. So So we're excited. We're excited to help all these families. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're in real estate and so real estate market sounds like it's hot. It's great. It's and it's recovering well. And I'll tell you, it's not just real estate. I'm seeing restaurants doing well again. I'm seeing takeout from even restaurants doing well. Mm. I, uh, I'm a big Subway guy. Subway and Wobble Girl. I kid you not. I used to live off of these things. Got it. And I remember going into Subway and Wobble Girl the very first week this pandemic hit, which was the lockdown right around the end of March. And I spoke to the uh, – it was the owner that happened to be in there because they couldn't afford payroll. You know, it. it was such a massive change. Yes. So um, spoke to her and I said, hey – so how are you guys doing? And she said, honestly, you're my first client today. And this was like at 3 p.m. Wow. So not a single person. Two weeks later, I go in there again. I say, hey, how are you guys doing? She said, you know, you're doing, we're doing okay now. Like, no, not, not the best, but it's right. definitely picked up. I went there a couple of days ago. And I, there was a line yeah. to get food now. Yeah. You know? that I think it's incredible how fast this recovery has happened. I know I know it's been two months, maybe yeah. a little bit more now, and it's it's felt like a long stretch. But and I think that's where where it comes down to, right? We we feel it has been that long, but at the same time, you just place a perfect example. We're starting to see the pickup really mm-hmm. fast and and it's taking off very, very fast. And and it's exciting to hear that because mm-hmm. housing is doing that. Restaurants are doing that. People just wants to go out, right? Yeah. People wants to just go out and, and live life, enjoy life, and and pick up where we left off, mm-hmm. you know, months ago, and 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 just get back to life and 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 um and learn the lessons that we learned from the situations that we went through over those two months period or two and a half months. But uh, it's 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 definitely definitely looking very very positive out there in all aspects of life. Yeah, the two mm-hmm. things I want to mention when you when you're bringing that up, uh. 
I remember two experiences, and I was because I was honestly I saw this coming. Uh-huh. I I was very optimistic about a month ago, and I'll tell you why. Um, Morongo Casino opened up about three weeks to a month ago. Right. And I don't know if you saw this. There was a line on the freeway to get into Morongo, a line on the freeway just to get into just the actual in exit. And I said, man, when this economy reopens up, it's going to boom. Yeah. And then the second thing I saw was I have a friend in Arizona. And Arizona was one of the first states that started reopening up. Right. Even bars are open and things yeah, are yeah. open. And I asked her, hey, so where are you going today? She said, honestly, nowhere. I said, well, why not? You guys are open. She said, I've been trying to get an Uber for two hours. Wow. And I haven't been able Everybody, to secure one. All of them busy, huh? She said there was lines outside of every restaurant, mm-hmm. every bar, every everything. Yeah, Entertainment yeah. was. And these are the hard hit sectors. Entertainment, yeah, yeah. Uh, restaurants, uh, even movies. Yeah. And they're booming. Yeah. Booming. So I just know it's going to happen. Well, think about it. I, I was talking to a guy over at um, Chipotle the mm-hmm. other day. And obviously, they were hit hard on the, on the first couple of weeks. But if you look at it, you know, it's one of those sectors that also needed kind of a break, right? Yeah. And it was like one of those little breaks where everybody, and even in our business, it's one of those little breaks where you take, you readjust, and you prep, and you readjust, and you prepare for the takeoff again, right? Yeah. And I think some of those businesses took it for, you know, for some time to readjust their internal operation, take a little breather and prepare because I know, you know, and then they, they kind of anticipated once this whole thing started to unfold and, and open up that it was going to be just so busy take and, and so massive takeoff again where they needed to be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing right now. And you know what? I'll be real. When this first happened, you spoke on this a lot. Yeah. You talked about, you know, hey, take advantage of this time. Restructure your business, yeah. your CRMs, your marketing. And we're seeing now the results of those companies that did that. They're hitting the ground and they're running already. And others, you know, unfortunately didn't take advantage of it. And they can still, I mean, the great thing is, though, there's still time. Yeah, it's it's either you prepared and or you didn't, but there's time to still prepare yeah. and get back and, and be ready for everything that it's coming in front of mm-hmm. us. But there's a lot of opportunity like anything else. Uh, we did a lot of adjustments on our side. Uh, we cleaned up our process a whole lot. Yeah. And uh, we were navigating through doing business, but at the same time adjusting and cleaning up the process so that we could be ready for the takeoff. And right now uh, we're experiencing that takeoff. You know, we're so busy and there's so many people calling to buy. Uh, we're getting more sellers calling as well. So uh, we're we're seeing that big takeoff as well because that's just what what in general is happening. Yeah, I definitely want to touch up more on that later in the segment. Um, this is great. But before we do, I do want to get into a little bit of a fun break, the push-up challenge. Yeah. So uh, Cirillo Ortiz is a friend of yours. Yes. A great friend. Uh, I know the guy too. He's awesome. And he nominated you for the push-up challenge. And I'm on t- I want to get into how much I admire the fact that you're doing this because we. it was such a spontaneous thing that happened. But it's taken off and it's huge, taken right? Off. Yeah. And what I think, and I'll tell you, I, I really feel, this is my experience, that you're one of the pioneers of this because it was just you and Cirilla and maybe a couple others that started this, to yeah. be honest. And I really liked about you, brother, is that you you just stuck to it. You committed to it, and every morning, you're doing it. Every single morning, yeah. you're doing it. I even saw baby Carlos in one of them right. in the background while you're doing push-ups, and he wanted to do push-ups with you, I think. Yeah. Uh, touch up on that. I really liked that. I liked the idea that you just, you, you committed to it. You ran with it. What are your thoughts on that idea? Um, it's, it's, 
it has expanded out huge, man. Think about it. And it started, obviously, from an invite from Cirilo from a great cause. And, and I want to take this moment to thank him for doing that because it has allowed me and I think everybody else that took the challenge to really dig deep into the situation mm -hmm. of the cost for the uh, challenge. But it, it took off massively. It took off massively where, you know, it's you tag one and then the next thing you know, there's this big social media push-up and people that don't understand what's going on, they're seeing people just doing push-ups. But if you, if you really dig deep into it and actually do your research, it started for that cost. And, mm -hmm. and it's fun to watch, man, how how big it has gone. And, and for me, it's a commitment. You know, like anything else in life, it has been a commitment. I can't let my people down. I can't let the challenge down. I committed to something and I'm going to complete my commitment just like everybody else that has committed to it. But uh, it's it's taking off huge. Yeah. It's taking off huge. Uh, we It's exciting to see, you know, all the, the activity that's happening from it and everybody that is really committed you know, in our in our in our group uh, to do the challenge. Yeah, I do want to say for the viewers that don't know, the push up challenge is a 25 push ups a day for 25 days. You get to nominate someone each day, Correct. someone different. And then the challenge, the cause for it is for suicide and mental health awareness. Correct. Um, one of the things that we're always pushing is that there's a national helpline that's absolutely free. Yeah. For anyone that needs the help for the mental illness or suicide, especially during these tough times, right? The pandemic with the lockdown, right. like people were stuck at home. Uh, so again, a great cause and a, a big thank you to everyone that did participate. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that no matter, because it's, it's a relatively small commitment, but you stick to it. Right. And I love that. And complete it, right? Yes. And you start it, you got to finish it. Mm -hmm. And it's a commitment to yourself. And I think that's how you commit to other things in life as well. Mm -hmm. When you start something and, and you commit to it, that's your responsibility to yeah. complete it. I think we spoke about before where it's even if it's something big or small, you, you want to follow through because that's how you're going to treat everything in your life. Well, think about it. It's just it's a responsibility, the commitment, right? If you quit on the little things and you don't you don't you don't finish what you started, it's very easy that that's how you. You translate that to other things in your life. Bad habits. Yeah. Yeah. And again, 25 push-up commitment for a big cost, but at the same time is a commitment. I'm on day 21 today. Yeah. I got four days left. I feel good. Yeah. You know why? Because at the beginning, I was like, man, what if I forget? You know, I work out almost every single day, but now I got a commitment, an additional commitment. I got to I gotta commit and I got to complete. And and I'm excited that, um, that we committed to it. The people that committed to it are are still committed to it, and and I'm excited to to see everything that has developed, and and I, I'm almost I'm almost completing my my portion of it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to our next segment. Uh, we did this in the last episode as well, and it's just throwing out a word and kind of letting you dish out on it. So the first word I was thinking about today was opportunity. You can take it away. What are your thoughts? Like, what do you think of when you hear the word opportunity? Roll with it. And what I mean roll with it is um, it's there's a lot of opportunity right now, you know, despite of everything that is happening. And I think everything has to do with the mindset. A lot of the times we allow the situations to determine our mindset as to whether we look at it negatively or are we going to look at it possibly. And when I mean opportunity, you know, there's a lot of opportunity right now, you know, in business. There's a lot of opportunity in so many areas of life. But, you know, it's. There's a lot of opportunity right now, especially on what I do, which is real estate. 
There's so much opportunity when it comes down to just assisting families that are looking to purchase and sell. Uh, and uh, we're, we're taking advantage of, as much as we can from that opportunity. I think one of the regrets that I hear from majority people is the term missed opportunity. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like you were saying, jump on it, right? And a lot of these opportunities, I feel like they don't cost money or they don't take a lot of effort. I mean, you talked about real estate, but there's opportunities in so many different forms. So many different other, yeah, other businesses. Yeah, especially in, even if you think of opportunity on the non-business, we're talking about physical health, for example. We talked about a push-up challenge earlier. Yeah. That's a physical health opportunity. That is correct. For a great cause on top of that. It's, it's, it's rolling with it, like I said at the beginning when you mentioned the word and and putting in the work towards it right and, and there's a lot of opportunity think about even just in the push-up uh, push-up challenge if you were not doing push-ups before and you started doing the challenge look at your video when you start it look at the video when you end it from mm. day one to day 25 look at the difference and yeah. the progress from day one to day 25 mm -hmm. now you're becoming better from day one to day 25 so it's just rolling with it sticking to it and taking action and yeah. i think there's a lot of opportunity right now we just got to take action well think about it if you did 25 push-ups 25 days i believe that's what 625 push-ups mm -hmm. for some people they don't do push-ups on a regular basis right. I mean, you work out every morning but yeah. The ones who are taking on that challenge, they're getting great physical health. And that is an opportunity. Of course, because they're getting better in within their bodies, <laughs> yeah. right? And hopefully they utilize that moment to say, huh, I got to take off from here and pick up from here mm -hmm. where I now I start implementing something like this into my life on a day-to-day -day basis because they realize, oh, shoot, I'm out of shape. Yeah. I got to get in shape. Yeah. You know, I know some guys that, that they're actually, you know, thanks to that challenge, they're actually getting themselves into, hey, I, I, I didn't realize how bad out of shape I was. Mm -hmm. I got to get in shape. So I think every situation creates opportunity, but everything is about mindset. You know, mm -hmm. mindset, if whether we see the opportunity or whether we don't. And that's how we have to you know, establish our mindset on how do we prepare on a day to day basis to look at opportunity despite of what everybody else is looking at. And that's good because it's based on this conversation it's leading me to my next word already which was initiative, taking the initiative. Correct. And in your case, or rather in your words that you said earlier, take the initiative to jump on those opportunities. Correct. How has initiative helped you in your life? Could you dish on that? Tremendously, because I think everything that I've done, it has taken initiative, uh, whether I was scared to do it or not. I took the initiative of doing it you know, without sometimes knowing the outcome or understanding what the, you know, what the end result was going to be, but just doing it itself and, and getting involved in the activity, it allowed me to experience it and allow me to learn it mm -hmm. and it allowed me to grow through it just by basically taking the initiative of doing the thing that I wanted to do versus just not doing anything at all about it. Mm, yeah. Being a doer versus just a speak a talker or that is correct yeah actions speak louder you know that kind of concept that so. is correct wow well that was awesome let's go into our next format it's a little bit more open format we talked about sure. before uh this is where you can sort of take it i based on our previous you know rhetoric that we've been talking about so far i really want to go into you talked about this earlier is how your business was shifted during the pandemic and how you feel like what you've done in the last two months has helped you for now? Like, could you dish on maybe something that you did specifically 
to, for the audience, maybe for some of the realtors, even you know business owners or people that want to just become an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. what's something that you took advantage of during this time on the business side that you're seeing results for right now? Uh, just reevaluating the format of my business, uh, meaning you know our systems, our procedures, our CRM, our online presence, uh, Instagram, so uh, social media overall, and just shifting our business more into obviously understanding that it's it's going to be more based off of social media mm-hmm. presence, uh, starting to go bigger and harder on that avenue because of distancing and things of that nature where we have to make the adjustments and now we have to cater to our customers mm-hmm. not necessarily on a personal basis right. now is into a zoom meeting into a, a virtual tour showing and and making those adjustments so that we could be ready for the new business model that we're going to see from this point and on because it's just changing our industry completely mm-hmm, definitely it's changing that you know the fact that we're not going to be meeting a lot of our customers like this anymore there's going to be a lot of need of people just wanting to do everything online despite of even once we're in a position to be more in a position where we don't have social distancing as a as a must but you know it's going to basically go that direction so we have to be ready to cater and and assist our customers that way well help me out with that I, i'm gonna think a little outside the box based on what you just said yeah you can almost leverage that and follow me on this if you had to do face-to-face meetings previously before pandemic let's say you'd have to get in your car drive to the location yeah meet with them and then drive back let's say that's an hour of, t- of, of in drive time Let's say you wanted to do two appointments during that time. You can't. Why? Because you're driving to one location and driving to the other. You have to move the second appointment to another time. But if you can master Zoom calling. Now, uh, let's use you as an example. Before, you used to be nervous on camera. Now, you're great on camera. Oh, thank you. You can practice this stuff. FaceTiming friends. FaceTiming, you know, this is what's what's in now. FaceTiming and Zooming. I'll tell you. If let's say you took appointments, let's say uh, an hour to drive to the appointment back and then another one hour for the appointments. Yes, two, that's two hours. And an eight-hour day, that's four appointments. Correct. But if you can Zoom call, you can get rid of that hour each time to drive. Now, instead of doing four appointments, you can probably do eight appointments in one day. Correct. And again, it's looking at it on the bright side, right? At the beginning, we don't understand what's going on and we're very uncomfortable to changes. And it's one of those things that we have to change because that's just evolvement, right? We have to evolve. Mm-hmm. So you just, you know, you nailed it right on the dot. It's, it's we're going to be able to be even more efficient. Yes. Yes, we're still going to have these type of, of meetings course. with our customers as needed, but it's going to allow us to uh, make adjustments into our business that if we really want to grow our business, we're in a situation where there's opportunity mm. where now the consumer is even more comfortable before the consumer wanted to meet you. And we had to meet cause that's just the norm in our business. But now customers are even more comfortable just going, you know, we're seeing so much online applications from clients wanting to qualify. Hey, well, let me send you the online app. And we're seeing so many customers just going online, submitting their application. So everything is, it's converting into more fast, paced and i think this is what it's all doing it's it's just a fast faster paced recreation of our business mm. where we're going to have more opportunity to do more in less time more volume more productivity 
but we have to make those adjustments. So, you know, on this time is it's just analyzing and restructuring and making some adjustments to our existing business that was already successful, but how we're going to make the adjustments now to cater to these changes where we can become even more successful through all these changes that are happening. Yeah. I mean, I think you hit on the dot efficiency. Yes. Right. The, if you can get more done in less time, why not do that? Well, that's, that's what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. It's, it's one of those things that we're going that direction and, 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 and it, it either you're going to make the adjustment to be part of that, or you're going to refuse to, mm. and you're going to, you know, you're going to stick to your old ways. I think we all have to re, you know, we all have to re, uh, reinvent ourselves and readjust ourselves for the changes, just like the baseball players are going to do. Mm -hmm. And just like we are, are doing and trying to figure things out, but you know, we have to be ahead of the game and we have to readjust and not later trying to readjust when you when you figured out that everybody has kind of left you behind. We, we talked about in the last episode, which was what was your advice to those who refuse to join social media, you know, just due to their I'm going to do it my way and I'm right. going to stick to it. In the same sense, what would your advice be? I think it'll probably be the same for those who refuse to adjust to Zoom calls, FaceTime calls and so forth. Well, you're going to be limited to business. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a, just an example just a day ago or two days ago, a customer, you know, had interviewed someone uh, for the job of buying their home and uh, they, they didn't hire them. So they wanted to meet with us. Then the curfew happens, mm -hmm. right? And uh, they couldn't come into the office because they wanted to do a face-to-face meeting for uh, an interview for, for them to hire us to, to purchase their home. So we couldn't see them because the yeah. curfew basically got on the way of the schedule. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a Zoom meeting with them today mm -hmm. so that we can do our interview and we can get them started with their house shopping. Wow. So it, we have to. It's just one of those things. It's, 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 it's a must and it's a need. And, and, and we have to make the adjustments. Some of my internal agents that don't do that and either myself, um, they're going through a difficult time yeah. trying to figure stuff out right now. But I'm, I'm there to, to pump them and, and, and to together as a team as a culture you know help each other grow through these moments and and uh, next thing you know man we're we're going to be experts at it yeah you know, i'm excited to see what's coming and how a more efficient we're going to become by utilizing all these tools that have been there but now it's that time where we we got to use them now mm -hmm. it, it brings me to the example uh back in the day seatbelts were not required mm-hmm and everyone, when, a seat, when it, the law was passed to require seatbelts, there was a big kick, shove, no way. Yeah. Now we look back and say, of course it should be required. Yeah, it's yeah. common sense. Yeah. Same with car insurance. Yeah. It was not required back in the right. day. And now it's like, man, of course you need car insurance. Yeah. How, if, you hit, if you hurt somebody, how else are you going to, you know? Yeah. In the same sense, what's going on right now, the new norm, which is going to be- It's a big shift. It's, it's a, a big huge shift. shift. Yeah, it's a big shift. But I, pr I, I, I can't promise. But I tell you, based on the experiences, what I'm seeing- Three years, five years down the line, we'd be like, of course that makes sense. Yeah, it it only it's it's only more efficient. You know what? Because we don't understand it right now. Mm. We may some of us, uh, we may not. We may, but but it's it's the way things have to happen because that's how things are developing, mm -hmm. and and we might refuse in the beginning, but then later realize, oh, I think it was the right thing, thing to, to do. do, and that's obviously what's going on right now. We're shifting from the industrial area. Now the to the to internet the technological area, yeah, technological yeah. area, and and uh, and it's a big shift, 
And uh, we got to we got to make the adjustment man, and we got to make it the best because I think there's plenty of opportunity for growth. Uh, we just have to be you know, we have to buy into it. I see. I think I want to end this segment with. Because I guarantee you there are viewers that are still they're stuck. Yeah, they're stuck on how to how do I adapt to all of this? It's, it's overwhelming. It yeah. really is. You know, for someone who, who used to go house to house and sign contracts to, hey, here, start e-signing, start Zoom calling, start going on social media. That's a lot to take on all at once. Right. We're, and you were kind of there similarly. I, I think you had a little bit of a head start. But what would your advice be to someone? What's the first step they should do to get familiar with this? Um, I think I talked, I touched uh, on it last time is it's get on the right environment mm. on an environment of, of a group of people or someone who's actually already doing it. I see. So that you're able to transition quicker. And so you're able to be coached correctly mm. so that you're able to get into it faster and quicker than you trying to figure it out. On so your don't own. figure it out on your own. Get a teacher. Well, why would you figure it out on your own? Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. Why would you <laughs> see what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything has instructions nowadays, right? Yeah. You don't know how to do something. You Google it, right? Yeah. Or you don't know how to get your body perfectly to where you want it. You got to go out and get a coach. So mm. it, we got to get ourselves into the right environment with the right people that is going to help us get us through that moment quicker and faster so that we can, so that we can learn it quicker and, and, and get into the rhythm of what we want to do. I love that. I liked how you said everything has instructions nowadays because yeah. you're right. Everything has, it instructions. does. Yeah. If you follow the instructions, yeah, this is going to be the outcome, right? Mm -hmm. And if it didn't work, it's because you didn't follow the instructions correctly. Yeah. Or you, you didn't ask for the instructions. Exactly. And that's one of the main things too. I think we talked about was you used to always say, you're not afraid to ask. Yeah. If you have a question, don't be scared. And I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious, man. I'm a very curious person in life. I'm always asking questions because I want to learn. Yeah. You know, I, and I, as I learn more, I want to learn even more. Yeah. So right now, through all these changes, I'm just very curious to learn and, and make the adjustments in our business, in our life, in, in all areas, because we're trying to get better, right? And we're trying to go through these changes that we're just talking about, which is basically how we conduct our business. How do we go from these Zoom meetings? How do we go from all these online stuff and, and not even having so much of a of a connection with our customers and meeting one-on-one, -on -one, but how do we get more efficient with it? And, and how do we educate our people and our, and our agents to do the same thing as we're going through it? And it's just a learning process and, and, and it's fun and it's yeah. fun to learn it, uh, to ask and, and, and get better at it. And, um, and, and we're just excited to go through all these changes. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that, that that's going to wrap it up really well. Um, heck, did you, did you want to end anything for the audience and the viewers? Opportunity. Seek for opportunity every single day. Um, you know, have gratitude, good attitude, and and go out and 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 create opportunity for yourselves. Wow. Well, that was episode two, guys. Please leave us your feedback. We talked about it earlier, but we appreciate every comment that comes in. Again, we value your time. I'm sure I speak on behalf of both of us. Same here. Same here. Thank you guys for joining in. And uh, we look forward to creating value as usual. And uh, we're excited for our next time and all your feedback on, on, on this podcast. Thanks, guys. Have a great one.